guy who always gets you to the ball game on time. Here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. Yeah, listen, it can get a little silly around here. So what? So what? We only had one text all day yesterday that said, hey, is this, is this actually a sports show? <laughs> and the answer was no. Yeah, it can get a little crazy around here this time of year. We get thinking about, you know, turkey and dressing, sweet potatoes, sweet potato pie, green beans, cranberry. Oh, <laughs> there's your, hey, there's your topic. <laughs> cranberry. You either love it or you hate it, and it won't be long now. I'll have some on the plate. Looking forward to it. All right, welcome in today on this. What is today, Beaver? Is it Wednesday or Thursday? Well, Thursday. <laughs> it is Thursday, isn't it? I had this exact same, like, 30, I'd say 30 minutes ago. I was okay. leaving a, a voice message with... Saints, bro. Mm. Only, you know, you and me exchange audio messages, and there may be one, two, three, four minutes. Yeah. I mean, Saints, bro, will exchange voice memos that are upwards of 20. Good heavens. And somewhere in there, I did, at the end, say, all right, well, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to do this Matt Wyatt stuff. We've been talking about this for two days, and I'm like, no, wait. Today's Thursday. I thought today was Wednesday. So that just happened to me. I thought today was Wednesday, like 30 minutes ago. I did, too. I've spent half of this day already thinking it was Wednesday. Turns out it's not. It's a Thursday. And I'm a little bit bummed. I'm a little bummed out. I'll just be honest with you why. It's one of my favorite pieces of gear. I'm wearing it right now. And it's only gotten cool enough here recently to throw it on. That's this big vest, this big warm, and it's got the fleece lining vest and i know it's not that cold okay i just like wearing it that i got from the mississippi state university golf course maybe last year or the, maybe i think it's about two years old made by columbia it's got neat little pockets it's like the cargo pants of vests okay neat little pockets all over the place got the mississippi state logo on it i popped the zipper it wasn't even the clothes fault i just pulled too hard on the zipper while i go on popped it out so i can't zip up my vest and now i'm thinking like i'm gonna have to get it repaired i don't want to give it away throw it away little things like that can throw you off and it turns out that's all it takes to get a grown man to think that it's a day that it isn't (laughs) here on this on this thursday welcome into the show thanks for being a part of it you can be a part of it and if you're tuning in today uh shoot me a message lots of ways for you to do that if you're on the live stream facebook youtube hey to y'all feel free to type in a comment Hit submit. It'll pop up here. And so questions, comments, opinions, whatever you want to get into today is fine with me. I know, you know, we're getting super duper close to the weekend. So um, we have to today and tomorrow take some time to preview some of the games that are coming up. No real deep dives yet this week. And, uh, you know, just it's, it's kind of this in the Southeastern Conference anyway, it has developed into a week where most of the conference is playing a, a weaker opponent non-conference so the interest drops just before big rivalry weekend for everybody next week, the week of Thanksgiving. Now you do have Georgia, Tennessee this week, and then you got State and Southern Miss here. It's interesting, but it is a an odd week as compared to the rest of them uh, during the course of the regular season. Also, the text line is open to you. Shoot me a text on the country pleasing text line number to text eight eight five three seven seven six six zero one number eight eight five three seven seven six. 
And you another way to remember that, 885-ESPN. And, of course, you can call me on the Divini phone, the Divini Equipment phone line. It's 995-1059. That, too, is a 601 number, 995-1059. So we will have some college football tonight. I'll take a look and see who's playing. I hadn't tuned in to just a ton of Thursday night college football uh, this season. You're going to have a, an NFL game, division game tonight. I believe it's Bengals-Ravens. Yeah, so AFC North division game, teams that are at the you know top or near the top. I certainly expected the Bengals to be. Uh, so we'll get into that, take a look at it. Anything you want to get into? Oh, also, you know, we didn't really hit a ton of the sound clips we, yesterday that we had from coaches in the press conferences this week. And so we can bring some of that to the table too today. Just whatever you want to get into is cool with me. First up on the Murray West live thread. By the way, you need a logo like this one, for example, the Mississippi State logo on this Columbia uh, vest that I got from the golf course. Well, big orders, medium-sized orders, small orders. When I say big, no matter how big, that's where you go here in Mississippi. You go to Murray West. They are M-U-R-R-Y West.com, MurrayWest.com. See who they work, do some work for, uh, do a fine job. So contract embroidery company, if that's you, you need your logo on something for your you know, your business, your brand, your team. Make sure you go there. So on the Murray West live thread on the live stream, Nancy is on Facebook and says, do our players that entered the portal already have potential schools? Well, uh, Nancy, I'll tell you, you know, I don't know for a fact, yes or no, one way or the other. So it's not like a definitive answer. This is more of a, you know, theoretical look at it. Technically, players are not supposed to have contact with potential landing spots out of the portal until that player has officially entered the portal. In other words, technically, according to the rules, you know, uh, uh, some other team or some other coach out there is not supposed to be talking behind the scenes to a player on a team going, hey, you know, we want you, okay? So if you will transfer, we'll come get you out of that transfer portal. We'll bring you in. You know, and then they go get their name in the portal. It's not supposed to happen the way. Technically, again, according to the rules, the way it's supposed to happen, player just on his own says, I'm transferring, puts his name in the portal, and then other people hear about it, and they go, oh, hey, you know, that kid over there is leaving. We could use him, and then you're getting – but I think in reality, Nancy, I think in reality, there's just, with a lot of people, there's just a constant sort of back-channel communication thing going on. College players are beginning to get agents. Again, sort of like, kind of sort of against the rules, I guess. You know, rules, what rules? But kind of sort of against the rules. But they're getting representation. So... Players themselves may not be necessarily having one-on-one communication with an opposing coach or some other team out there, but they may have a high school coach or a family member or, like you say, a representative who's out there figuring out what the lay of the land is, what the opportunity is. And and I, so I would say that the bigger, more high-profile players who are putting their name in that portal – even though they're supposed to, like in reality, a lot of times, yes, there's already a groundwork being laid, and they they're going in there already, kind of knowing where they're coming out on the other end. 
now there's a whole bunch of guys. Well, I say guys, I'm just talking football, but there's a whole bunch of athletes across the country that they're not that way. Maybe they're not at bigger schools. Maybe they weren't bigger recruits, more high-profile players. And they're just trying to find a place to go. They put their name in a portal just seeing what kind of reaction they may get. Just see if something nice pops up. They'd like a change of scenery, you know. So that's the best answer I can give you on that. As far as states, guys, I don't know anything specific. Uh, Clayton on the Murray West live thread. He's watching on YouTube. He says, Hail State, Matt. Have you heard anything on which quarterback is starting this weekend? Uh, I have not heard anything official, Clayton. Now, what I did hear coming out of the press conferences yesterday was Greg Knox um, say that, you know, it still is a day-to-day thing for both Woody Marks and Will Rogers. So, you know, officially, officially, as of yesterday, there was no declaration that Will was indeed going to play this weekend. Still day-to-day, trying to get doctors to clear them, that whole thing, and then you weigh that against the fact that they've already told you when Will Rogers is clear to play, he will play. So, sorry I don't have a more clear answer for you there. Jason in Flagstaff, Arizona, says, on the Country Pleasing text line at 885-ESPN, he says, Vest, who are you, Matt White? Well, I mean, what else am I supposed to call it? I mean, that's what it is. But it's got the it's the Columbia thing. It's got the zippered pouch on the front and then the, the hand warmer deal on the front for both hands down here. I'll show you the wide angle on the live stream, Jason, so you can see. See what I mean? Got the pouch for both hands on the front. And uh, the Mississippi State Old English logo on the front of it there. Yeah, it's not one of those fruity things. <laughs> Something like Andy Bernard would wear. It ain't what it is. Uh, White Denzel text the show. And this is for you, Jason. This worked out well. Y'all are, y'all are texting the show kind of back-to-back here. So this works out well. White Denzel says, I need Jason from Flagstaff to call in and tell us more. Uh, after seeing this, how it seemed, seeing as how he lives out there. This is, it has, it's University of Arizona Athletics. The story is Arizona, University of Arizona, is facing a $240 million school-wide shortage after significant miscalculations in their financial modeling. Cuts are being considered among the 23 varsity teams. I mean, $240 million shortcoming. School-wide shortage. And they're going to cut athletics programs and everything else. You know, it makes you wonder, like, what what was going on and what the promises were when they were still a part of the old Big 12 and now I mean I mean Pac 12 and now they're not I it's it's weird to me I don't know the details Jason if you know something to tell us tell us and Jake from Yazoo what's up Jake from Yazoo on the country pleasing text line says transfer kids don't seem to want to play for coaches that may transfer <laughs> yeah that's true you know because if you're not a – you know what I need to do, Jake? You know what I need to do? This might be good to do maybe uh, between now and tomorrow is read up and get versed up again on the 
hard and fast transfer portal rules. How often you can, once you transfer once, you know, when is your next opportunity? How often do the windows open? Because my understanding, if you're not a graduate, if you're not a college graduate, graduate student, you're an undergrad and you transfer, hit the portal, open season, just go where you want. You got to be there for two years, right, before you can jump in the portal again. Isn't that what it says? I think that's what it says. Nick says, it sounds to me like if you're interested in getting your MBA, maybe don't apply to the University of Arizona. <laughs> I mean, I know these universities and these conferences, I mean, they're, they're rolling in the dough. But $240 million shortage? I mean, good night. All right, back over to the Murray West live thread. On YouTube, David says, hello, Matt and Beaver. Who's our coach going to be? <laughs> David, I promise you this. I promise you this. If, if I find out who State's next head football coach is, or is going to be, on one of these days prior to coming on the air at 12 noon if you listen live, I promise you if I had that information before the show starts, I will lead the show with that. Deal? Like, if I know, I will pass it along quick. Nancy talking about some of the players said it seemed like they had a quick trigger. Well, I'm sure there's conversations going on behind the scenes. It's just like the whole Will Rogers and Auburn thing. Will Rogers never put his name in the portal. He never did even go in there. And the reason nobody will, will confirm nor deny that whole thing publicly is because you're not supposed to tempt somebody else's quarterback and even make a monetary offer or even talk about money with them if they were to transfer if they're not in the portal. You ain't supposed to do it. <laughs> All right, so there's an example of that. All right, over to the Divini Equipment phone line. White Denzel, you asked for it. You got it. It is Jason and Flagstaff. On line one. Jason, what is this deal about University of Arizona having a $240 million shortage? I have no idea. So, <laughs> okay. that, um, but, no, it's uh, – I, I don't know what caused it, but I do know that the Pac-12's handling of the pandemic made it a lot worse. Um, remember, they shut down everything for – God knows how long, and when they did play, it was they didn't let anybody in the stadiums hardly. Um, yeah. Come on, there was something else I heard. Oh, it sounds like they've got a lot more sports teams than most everybody else too. Yeah, like but, yeah, there's <clears> some. <throat> but you hate to use this term, but you get what I mean. Like there's some fat that can be trimmed, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what the exact number was, but they, it was, I think it was well over 20 something more than anybody in the Big 12 has. Really? Going to. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, and like, I mean, you know good and well, like oh. football and men's basketball are fine, you know, because those are yeah. real deal money makers for them. Well, I, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to say that they are because of how the Pac 12 is. It's, it's been. This thing with them breaking up has been going on at least since I've been out here. Arizona and Arizona State, they've been complaining about politics from 
San Francisco since I've been out here, and I've been out here almost five years now. So yeah. It's now, been a long time coming. Now, they are moving the conference office out of San Francisco. Didn't I, didn't I see that? Yeah. Okay. But it's still the same people, so. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so it may not Hippies change much. What not. <laughs> so not much may change. I got you. Jason, appreciate the what phone up? call, man. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. You hear that? See, on this show, if you're a listener and you want to talk or hear from or ask a question to another listener, you text it, we put it out there, and a guy from Arizona calls in. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works on this show. All right, uh, Jonathan on the Murray West live thread said, I never say Arizona the same I just kind of jingle it. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, because yeah, I say Jason and Flagstaff, Arizona. That's I'm. It's an, I'm hearkening back to Charlie Pride. Charlie Pride, sleeping under a the late great Charlie Pride from Sledge, Mississippi, who sang this song. Is anybody going to San Antonio? And and he's he has a certain way of saying Arizona. This is where it comes from, John. Is anybody going to San Antonio or Phoenix, Arizona? Hey, yes, sir. That's where it comes from. So don't copy me. You copy him, okay? Okay, uh, back over to the phone line, the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment, Madison and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer would be Gator Greg. I'm sorry, Gator Matt. Gator Matt. On line two, what's up, Matt? How you doing? Hey, That's right. is, where is Arizona going next year? They're going to the Big Twelve. Uh, I'll tell you what. Am I? Am I right? Arizona's one of the biggest colleges in the country. I mean, they got a ton of money. They got a ton. And That's what I was what, saying. I, That's what I was saying, Matt. It's like I know they they're rolling in it. It's still though. It's still two hundred and forty million dollars. They're short. That's a lot. You know. Um. I tell you, their 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 coach. He's a Florida grad, Jeff okay. Fish. He's he's a heck of a coach. He's yeah. really good. I I know it's like out. It's way over there, but Arizona. They I they'd be a good SEC team. I mean, just I mean, just from an eyeball perspective. Now, granted, I you know going to play women's volleyball six thousand miles away doesn't sound very uh yeah. very smart. But um anyway, that that's not the reason why I called. Uh, Matt, can you please call Dan? and get him to go ahead and take that job. Uh, I know you have his number. Go ahead, please. I mean, how how entertaining would that be to have him Hey, hey, Matt, did I, are you still there? Did I lose you? I think we lost Matt. We lost Matt. Doggone it, I had a good question for you, Matt. Gator Matt. You know, I don't know if I have Dan's number in the phone or not. Let's see. Let me see here if it's in here. Contact, search. There it is right there. Look at there, Dan Mullen. Well, that was a startful number. You think he still uses that? <laughs> I bet he does. I bet he doesn't. I bet he didn't have that one. But that was a work phone, don't you think? Or, or a number that forwarded it to a phone and that's been <laughs> cut off there? What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. 
uh, call him up, get him to come. I, you know, it does not sound like yeah, this in the back channel. I don't know. And and you heard Dan. Dan did an interview yesterday. Dan Mullen did an interview yesterday, and he was nice about it. He said, you know, I never say never. He said, but something along the lines of, I'm not sure this is exactly the right timing for that. Mm. Here's the question I was going to ask Gator Matt. You're calling me up, talking to me, uh, a person who roots for a team that Dan Mullen used to coach. My question to you, first of all, Matt, is do you want him back? (laughs) You're in the same boat I am. The only difference is you still have your coach employed and State's looking for one. But other than that, it's the same. You want him back? And then uh, I know it's been more recent. No, the more important question was, if Dan Mullen were to come back and be the head football coach at State, would the phrase or the the moniker TSUN, the school up north, would that become a thing all over again? Hey, and I guarantee you this, though. You remember how all the Ole Miss fans blamed the supposed quote-unquote toxicity in the rivalry years ago on Dan Mullen for starting it. You know, the reason it was that way and they saw it that way was because Dan started beating them every now and then. They didn't even beat them every time, but he started beating them every now and then. I guarantee you Dan Mullen could come back, do the same things, say the same things, and as long as Kiffin and Ole Miss beat State, they wouldn't have that big a problem with it. (laughs) It wasn't so much what he said as getting their tails whipped a little too often for their liking. And that meant he's a problem. It's toxic. (laughs) But I, say it with me, but I digress. All right, just getting started with you on this Thursday. Stick around. Do you crave your sports? It's often difficult to satisfy that special hunger. Not here, because you've got Man Wyatt. Oh, I am starving. Don't worry, he's got a menu full. Um. Hi, back with you. Rolling along with you here on this Thursday, just getting started here in the Bureau, coming to some of your comments on the on the Murray West live thread Blake, I'm going to start with you coming up in just a bit over on Facebook, and then we'll get to some of the ones on YouTube also. Right now, though, over to the Country Please and text line. Joe Mailman texts the show and says, we said Arizona, they're reporting a $240 million shortage. They're going to cut some athletics programs and other stuff. Sounds like a lot of money to me. I know they have a lot of it. But Joe Mailman said it sounds like a school run by Joe Biden. That's Joe's input on the show so far. (laughs) Joe, thanks for the text. Brian texted the show and said, My third cousin's best friend's father-in-law. Let's think about that. Third cousin's best friend's (laughs) father-in-law. has an inside source and says it's a done deal with the coach from Kansas, and he's right about 60% of the time, every time. (laughs) Yeah. That's about how that works, more often than not. Somebody says, I got somebody, I'll tell you what I heard. Yeah, well, who hasn't heard something? 
Uh, LSU says, and I still think, what, what? He says, I read the conference miscalculated distribution from TV contracts and it affected all the schools. I was going to say that, LSU, regarding Arizona. Because, you know, Washington State had a similar story. Worded a little differently. Of course, in Washington State is not going to the Big 12. They didn't want them. That whole thing. But, yeah, similar deal. Where you're up against the line anyway. You don't, you're not... You're not in the black. You know, you're, you're right there on the budget line anyway, and then you look up and the, the conference isn't sending you everything they said they were going to send you. But anyway, he's saying he read that the old Pac-12 miscalculated distribution is one of the things that affected all the schools. And then he said he still thinks Ed Ogeron is the answer for state. Hey, let me just tell you something, LSU. And look, you won a national championship with him. Congrats. I'm not sure there's a more unbelievable Joe Burrow stat than that. Joe Burrow had a magical season, won a national championship at LSU, dot, 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 with Ed Ogeron as the head coach. (laughs) I mean, I can't say no emphatically enough regarding Ogeron coming and beating by his head coach right now. D coordinator, D line, sure. Head coach, no. Get that out of here. Junior 49 texted the show and said, Matt, was Dan as big a, <laughs> let's just say jerk, as people said? Uh, Yeah, so a lot of folks, yeah. And as long as you're winning, it's fine. If you're winning, nobody cares how big of a jerk you are. If you're losing, nobody cares how nice you are. Just remember that. Pretty good piece of advice. Uh, <laughs> look, okay, somebody's mad at what I said. Somebody texted in and said, Dan Mullen was 5-4 and four in Egg Bowls playing against three different Ole Miss coaches, but I digress. Right, exactly what I said, right? Number one, go back and, go back and watch what I said in the previous segment, play it over again, and write it down word for word what I said because I meant it word for word. One, Dan beat Ole Miss a little too often for their liking. And then I said, and no, he didn't beat him every time. In fact, if we want to be really super accurate about it, in Dan Mullen's time as a head coach at State, the Egg Bowls that mattered the most, he lost them. He always said he didn't win the Egg Bowls that mattered the most. Now, you can argue which ones mattered and in what order. But the point is, he did go 5-4 and four against Ole Miss. The biggest issue, though, was that he won the first three he coached. Look, y'all, I ain't going to bring all this digging up bones again because it's just too obvious of a fact. And the only people that look at you cross-eyed when you say it are a few of the most diehard Ole Miss fans that they decided that they hated him because he said we're going to beat you, and they did. The first three times he did it. It wasn't that he ran his mouth. It wasn't that he was kind of a jerk. It was that he beat him. And so they said, well, it's toxic. And it's all his fault. I promise you, they wouldn't, those Ole Miss folks would not have said it was toxic if they weren't losing to him. They lost the first three they played against him, 09, 10, and 11. And them last two, 10 and 11, ran them off the field. Embarrassed them. And Freeze rolls in there and wins it in 12. But then comes Dak, overtime, win in 13. So Mullen won four out of the first five he played against them. 
And Freeze got it going and started turning the tables on him a little bit. He did. But still, the fact remains. Everybody's like, oh, oh, that was so toxic. It wasn't healthy. You know who was saying it? The ones that lost the game. Four of the first five when he was a coach there. That's where it all came from. Had Dan Mullen not won four of the first five egg bowls he coached in, nobody would have screamed toxic. Nobody would have given a flip what he said. That's a fact. Run, tell him I said it. Now, White Denzel, who's that picture you sent me? Who is that? I don't even know who that is. You know how people will Photoshop a coach that's out there and Photoshop Mississippi State gear on him and so you could see what it would look like if he'd be the coach? But I, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't. So, Denzel, what I'm saying is whoever this coach is, okay, regarding name, image, and likeness, I can't I – don't, I don't recognize him. Oh, it's the Kansas coach. What's his name again? To this point, all I know him by is the Kansas coach. <laughs> I need to look it up. Lance Leipold. Got it. Lance Leipold. Yes, Nick, I'm glad you got it, buddy. I had a very slick, smooth... Ah, uh, thank you very much. Randy Travis reference in a previous comment about five seconds ago. Nick says, a Randy Travis quote while talking about Dan Mullen wasn't on my bingo card today. Thank you. <laughs> Digging up bones. Resurrecting memories of a love that's dead and gone. <laughs> But tonight I'm sitting at home digging up bones. <clears throat> Randy Travis. <laughs> All right, more of your texts coming up. I want to get caught up over here on the Murray West live thread. Contract embroidery company in Mississippi. No matter where you are, ship your orders from anywhere in the country to them. They'll get it turned around. It'll be done right. It'll be done well. You'll do business with the kind of people you want to do business with. Contract embroidery company right here in Mississippi, Murray West. Look them up online at murraywest.com. Blake says this, and this is the question. Matt, pretend you're Zach Selman. Who's your top three guys, and who are you pushing hard for? Hashtag Hail State. Well, you just had to get right on down to it, didn't you, Blake? Okay. And, Blake, you've probably listened enough to realize that I am not the most Locked in on <laughs> tracking airplanes. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and whatever the scuttlebutt is. Uh, I, I'll just give you my best here. You ready? <clears throat> I'll give you four guys that I think any of them would be great if you came home with any of those guys on the dotted line. You ready? Four guys. Here they are. Jeff Levy, coordinator, Oklahoma. Um, Joe Judge, assistant coach for the Patriots, former Giants head coach, former Mississippi State Bulldog, Hell State. Uh, Rhett Lashley, SMU, and Chadwell at Liberty. You land any of those four, you got yourself a really good situation. That's what I think. And they're all different. 
Yeah, I broke the zipper on my vest. All it does is keep me from... I can get this fixed, though, for sure. Because nothing's wrong with it. I just pulled to... You know how you get a little rough or something? I popped it off. This is my favorite vest. It's got the pouch for, for you to keep your hands warm in the front of it. Like the hand warmer built into the vest, the Columbia vest, and the little breast pocket. I can put my cell phone in there and stuff. State logo, baseball logo. Come on. Got it at the Mississippi State University golf course. Um, Nathan commented and said, I didn't know that you were an Office fan. Not surprised. Look, yeah, that's another reference I had earlier. I said, this. I'm not wearing like a frou-frou vest like an Andy Bernard or somebody was wearing. <laughs> I'm glad, Nathan, you got that reference also. John comments on YouTube and he says, Cliff Kingsbury would be a good hire. Well, you know, I, I don't know. Really, any of them. Let me just say this. Please, y'all hear this. And, Jeremy, I'm coming to your question on the text line, I promise. But y'all hear, please hear this from me. Nobody knows if it would or wouldn't be a good hire, ultimately. You know, it's all a toss-up. To, I mean, it's a 50-50 deal. It, it's, none of it's guaranteed. How many times do we have to see the home run hire, win the press conference, it's an absolute home run, and it doesn't work out? How many times we got to see that to, to just back up and go, look, they can do the best, win the press conference all you want, but you don't know. We've seen a lot of examples. They hire a nobody, somebody you never heard of, and the fan base revolts, and he's a winner. So you don't really know. All I said about Kingsbury was, if you're doing a search and you actually are interviewing multiple candidates, if that guy wants to talk to you, is willing to, you call him, talk to him. See where it goes. That's all I said about that. I didn't say he was at the top of the list or you ought to go hunt him down or anything. But I'm just saying he's the kind of guy that if he's open to it, talk to him. If you're doing a big open search and hadn't already identified who the next one is. Jeremy, I'll come to your question next about Joe Judge. That's how we'll start the next segment in the Bureau. Stick around. From the amazing hits. That one is huge. To all the amazing plays. Matt Wyatt has got it all for you. Just listen to that. Back with you. All right, I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. On the country-pleasing text line, country-pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast, it is some kind of good. Some kind of good. Let me tell you something. I had jalapeno and cheddar for breakfast this morning, and I I, I got through with it, and I thought to myself, I didn't cook enough of that. Um, Larry, Larry says on the Murray West live thread on Facebook, he says, remember Ole Miss called Jackie Satan. <laughs> they did. They called him the Prince of Darkness. That was his nickname, right? And it turns out Coach Cheryl really is a fine person and a good guy and a caring guy. Always put others first, never made it about himself. <clears throat> and, uh, he just, he got state kind of going in the right direction and started whipping them every now and then and and won some games, and therefore he was the devil, according to the Ole Miss lot. Not all of them, I mean, but some of them. That's, and, and that's a rivalry thing. It's not like I hold it against you. It's just the fact. And so when I said, all right, Dan Mullen got the state, he ran his mouth a little bit. Like what, he wouldn't say Ole Miss. He would say T-S-U-N, and, and nobody on the Ole Miss side liked or appreciated that, which is understandable. But it's not like he called him Satan. 
it's not like Dan Mullen called, started spreading it around, and they started calling Houston Nutt the Prince of Darkness. He just said he wouldn't say Ole Miss. He'd say the school up north. It's really not even that offensive, actually. It's kind of literal, actually. But the real problem was that he won three in a row as soon as he got there. His first year in 09, and then in 10, and then in 11. Freeze whipped him in 12, and then State turned around and won in overtime in 13. So Dan was sitting there having won four out of the first five that he played in the Egg Bowl. And it just, that along with saying TSUN, and after one of the wins, getting the microphone and saying on the video board, there's one kid in this state headed in the right direction. Well, D. Manning texts the show, and he says, Matt, that's a lie or a bulldog point of view. Show me the lie. All I'm asking for is for you, I will, I will talk in truth, and then you talk in truth. I'm open to be convinced the other way. Just examples or tell me where the lie is. Dan wins four out of his first five Egg Bowls he coached in, which meant he's the reason for the toxicity. What if he'd lost those games? So, D. Manning, you said, Matt, that's a lie or a bulldog point of view. Well, it's a bulldog point of view because I'm a bulldog, but it's the truth. Show me the lie. Prove it. Don't just tell me it's a lie from an Ole Miss point of view. Do you see what I'm saying, D. Manning? See, that's called projecting. You can look that one up. <laughs> it's where you say, well, you're, you're only saying that because you have a bulldog point of view, when in truth, you're only calling it a lie because of your Ole Miss point of view. Let's just look at it for what it is. All I'm trying to do is look at it for fact. It doesn't matter where we come from. And then you said, he was very aggressive in a campaign of trying to build up hate between the schools. That is a fact. Okay, I'm open to being convinced. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Show me the facts. List them out. Just list them. Specifically, where are they? <laughs> what is it? I already gave you two. He's, he, he would not say Ole Miss. He said T-S-U-N. All right, there's one. Now, now, you said a campaign building up hate. Okay, so that's building up hate. T-S-U-N, he won't say Ole Miss. The school up north, that's building up hate. And number two, he grabs a microphone after winning the game. Woo, everybody's celebrating. There's one. He's talking in his own stadium. There's one school in the state headed in the right direction. Okay, that's number two. And that's part of the campaign of trying to build up hate between the schools. Is that it? You got anything else? <laughs> what else? Where is it? It's demanding. It's just false. What I said is true. The angst and the issue wasn't so much that Dan said TSUN. It's that he actually won the first three Egg Bowls he coached in when he first got there, which sent that thing off in a certain direction. And just like Ole Miss fans did with Coach Cheryl, he's Satan. Right? The, prin the Prince of Darkness. Right? And seeing it's a great point. Somebody texted the show and said he also lost three of his last four. He absolutely did. <laughs> and I even said that earlier. He, he's five and four. And the most important egg bowls, 
the ones that had the most writing on it, which would have been 14, 15, and his last one, 17, he didn't win those. Every time there was an Egg Bowl with Dan Mullen coaching State with really a whole lot riding on it, he got beat. See, so, I, I mean, facts are facts. And we have a listener that just texted in, and here we are. All I did was state facts, and he says he ran a campaign to build up. Hey, what is it? What was it? List it. Be specific. And then don't project on me that I've got a certain position because I'm a Bulldog. I don't care what my position is. If it's not a fact, I can't back it up. I'm not going to sit there and lie to you. <laughs> on Facebook, on the Murray West live thread, Melissa says, one of my favorite Coach Shell things is when he refused to call them Ole Miss, he would always call them Mississippi. They never liked that. Isn't that something? I never understood that, too. Like, why would you not like that? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. All right, moving on. Jeremy on the Country Pleasing text line. Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves all around the Southeast. It is the best sausage, hands down. 885-3776 or 885-ESPN. Jeremy says, can you explain why you mentioned Joe Judge? Well, here's my thoughts on it. Just like I said earlier in the week, I don't know what the priorities are in, in this way. Like there's two paths, and, and one is you could say, you could, as an athletics director, you could prioritize someone who will be super motivated to come in there and win right now because they're trying to parlay it into the next job using it as the stepping stone because they want to go be the head coach at Penn State or go be the head coach at Michigan. And this is would be the first step in between that. So they get that first head coach job. It's a stepping stone. And if they want to do this for the living, they cannot fail. And that's one way to view it. And that's not a bad way to view it, actually. I just don't know if that's how they're going to view it. Or the other path is what we need right now is someone who isn't going to use it as a stepping stone doesn't view it that way, is going to look at it like this is the destination. I don't know which one, because I'm not the AD, and I'm not in Zach Selman's head, I hadn't talked to him, I don't know if, which one of those might be the priority here. But if they go ahead and hire somebody now who's going to view it as a destination and wants to be here a long time and is going to approach it that way, if that is a priority or could be, then that is Joe. Played at State from, you know, from around. His wife's from here. His family's still here. They come back here. They love it here. Probably regrets not taking a job <laughs> when he took the Giants job instead. But you got hindsight. Nobody blamed him for taking the New York Giants job instead of taking a State job, which led to State hiring Mike Leach. It didn't go well for the Giants, but what are the Giants? Anybody else had any success coaching the Giants in the last 15 years, 20 years? Anybody? It's a tough job. And has, has coached with Saban, has coached with Belichick, is coaching with Belichick now, understands it. And, and so the other thing would be the relationship that a guy like Joe might have with the former players, particularly NFL guys, who are loaded. 
who their financial support behind a guy like that might really spark it, which we're in a pay-for-play era. you got to raise money. Part That's part of the job, too. The also the thing with Joe is I think that he could, you know, in terms of putting together a staff, you know, a sure enough fire-breathing football staff, uh, I think that's something he'd be really good at, too. So there you go. But I don't know that. I mean, I can certainly see the other way of thinking where an AD may go, yeah, but look where we are right now. You You can't have anything that takes a little time. You must – you know, have someone who can, like, starting in two and a half weeks, literally, can bust the transfer portal wide open, can load the roster quickly between now and next year and transfer this thing and is going to approach it with his hair on fire because, frankly, he don't want to be here nine years. He wants to be here three years and go to Michigan. And if you decide that's what's best for the, our program right now with where it is, I understand that. I just don't know which route they might or might not be looking at. All right. As it turns out, hour one is in the books. Where did the time go? (laughs) Time flies when you're having fun. All right. Uh, Texts all over the place. Comments all over the place in the live thread. I've even got calls hanging on, and we'll start hour two with that coming up right after this. Stay with me. (laughs) 